Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. It's your old pal, your dungeon master, Anthony Reed, here with you again for episode 49, the first part of the Path of Fire story arc. We are drawing to a close. On Adventure March, we have two more gatherings on our Thursday uh, live streams over at twitch.tv slash srsbiz underscore network. Those live streams will be Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This week, we're going to be playing some board games, and next week will be our live Q&A, the first Q&A for the new campaign. Make sure you head over there and check it out. And, uh, yeah, you can throw a big thank you to our patrons at patreon.com slash who make this possible. There's so many things we could not do without the patrons. We just wouldn't be able to. And so we're so grateful to all of them for supporting the show financially, uh, for for being uh, just, you know, just the best. Thank you so much to the patrons for everything you guys do. And you can be a patron too. Patreon.com slash Adventure Inc. Uh, look, I'm speeding through it. I'm excited about this episode. I want us to get onto the path of fire. You know, let's get on with it, right? So, okay, let's do it. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for, for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm-hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's, like, super wrong. We love Broken Tooth. Uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. Does anyone have any questions? Or yes. concerns? Or issues? Or concerns, or yeah. yeah. For things they would I like to speak about. would like to know why. You have shit to do, Steph. I just want to know why, why you're doing this to us. Which thing? <laughs> Putting us into a magic portal to, do to trials? face trials. <laughs> Again. <clears throat> I'm excited about well, trials. We haven't tried. We're so tired and so hurt. Are we hurt? Yes. No, we're not actually because we hit dice. We took a short, a short rest. rest. You're right. You're right. You're right. We're just exhausted in terms of not having any spells to cast. Yeah, I'm excited to push this to its limits. Uh... <laughs> wow. <laughs> you are. Hey, you are now on your own in the plane of fire. Uh, Did we get started? If you want to try to take a rest here. Nobody said you couldn't, you know? It's not a thing anybody told you you could or couldn't do. You could try to take a, a rest here in the Elemental Plane of Fire if you want. Uh, let's get started. <laughs> Anthony, I don't like the way just before we got started, you said, uh, 
like you could try to take a short to take a rest um it didn't feel very like you were uh gonna let that happen i guess you well, know what i mean well i mean i'm not i'm mike i'm an arbiter of the world the world moves as the world does and i am simply the mouthpiece through which it expresses itself into you roll our shared table reality to see if uh to see if we can do a a rest well I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it was or, depends, right? or are you just going to make the, make the decision as the, uh, the God King of the universe that I, uh, we do or don't. The world moves through me. Whatever happens at my discretion is through the world's discretion expressed into the shared metaphysical reality. Mm-hmm. Is that how the shit works? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, D&D so is like you... a pretty big deal. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the five of you, Freya included, have passed through the portal into the uh, realm of fire, uh, and it closes behind you. And you are now uh, completely within this lake of fire. The layout of this space up uh, the the... Uh, pathway leading up out of where you just came in from Vedras, except the difference is that now that does not lead into a tunnel. It instead leads uh, deeper into this uh, realm of fire and uh, lava uh, and heat. Uh, It is still quite oppressively hot here. Uh, And now on this side of the portal, you can see a number of creatures, uh, you know, in the distance beyond uh, making like you can see uh, three large birds made of fire uh, streaking through the sky. Uh, and you can see what looks to be like tendrils of fire that have pulled up out of the lava in the distance. Uh, there's a lot going on here, uh, but, uh, you know, all you really have to go on is this uh, this pathway before you. And as you start to acclimate to this space, you feel a pull in your heart. Uh, and it probably is a pull fine. that is probably, probably fine. <laughs> uh, you identify, I mean, like you can identify what this is. You feel like it is a pull of your own reality, uh, tugging on you from this place that you should not be here. Uh, and that you are being like literally pulled away, but that tug is ahead of you. Uh, and it doesn't seem like it would do anything. It's just like a, almost like a guide. Probably not find them. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, as when a, you say uh, a guide, uh, do you mean um like uh, it feels like we should be going that way, or do you mean a guide like uh, it's trying to pull you back, trying to pull us back to our own reality? Yeah, um, you get the sense that uh, there are pieces, a place, perhaps, where your reality and this reality touch. And that that intersection of reality is drawing you toward it, like uh, like a whirlpool in water, right? You're, you're being drawn toward that point. Uh, and you could use that, like you can look to your left and say, yeah, that's not the direction I need to go. 
and you can look to your right and be like, yeah, I got to go slightly. I can feel that whatever is out there calling to me is in that direction. Now, if you went straight for that, you'd go, you'd walk through lava, right? But there's a pathway, you know, you can sort of guide you uh, to where you need to go along the path when you have to make a choice, basically. Got it. So we have a vague okay. quest marker, basically. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's a, it yeah, that. it's like a, a gigantic internal arrow directional that uh, yeah. helps right. us. Sure. <laughs> but there might be a mountain in that direction, and we may still have Ellery to go follows around. the arrow. <laughs> you go right into the lava. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No! Well, <laughs> Hey guys, it's me, a new character named Smellery. Smellery. Okay, so while you are in the elemental plane of fire, there are uh, opportunities for you uh, here. There will be, uh, basically what I'm telling you is you're going to be walking down a path. There will be branching pathways from here, and there may be other options for you to explore while we go on this path, or you can choose not to and continue on the path toward your uh, destination. Okay. Also along the way, you may be uh, intercepted and to be prepared for that as well. Uh, so yeah, the, basically, we're going to have a series of right checkpoints. Now. I want to yeah. stop you right there because it almost sounds like you're describing a dungeon. Like a traditional <laughs> dungeon of the dungeon and dragon kind. And I just want to make wanna... sure you know that. Like, you know what that sounds like before you continue on yeah, with if that you... description. Oh. Yeah, if you need to, like, yeah. stop and, like, re... rewind, retcon. Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. can. No, no, no. Guys, yeah. it's fine. This dungeon is retcon. built into the cosmology. So it's uh... fine. He, this is a uh, key dungeon. If it's any consolation, Steph above you is just open sky like we're very out in the open this is oh. uh it is not dank there is no water or uh moss or anything like that uh which you know you might associate with a dungeon uh no yep, mildew or mold mm -hmm. yeah uh no this is this is very open also uh, there's so. certainly no treasure <laughs> <laughs> that is a guarantee so this there is definitely is not a dungeon then okay <laughs> you're right you're right that was my mistake that was my that was, error was there was a chance the listener would have been confused you're right right you're right would have been confused uh cosmologically no i think there's probably no chance of a dragon uh if you were to think uh about you know how a dragon might manifest like probably not a dragon maybe a fire serpent of some kind uh but mm. we wouldn't you know we wouldn't call that a dragon cosmologically well Uh, Ellery follows the arrow. Ellery just jumps in the lava now. <laughs> yeah. Like, Fuck it. That was a joke before, but now. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, what, what I will do is I'll present you with a series of checkpoints. Uh, and based on your own resources and how you guys feel, you can decide if you want to have a diversion or not. And then you can decide what you do when you get intercepted, if you do or not. Okay. Sure. Uh, does that all track? Sure. Yeah. Y yes. I, I don't want it to be like, like, I don't want to have us like in a sprawling uh, uh, exploration of a plane of fire, right? I want to be a little linear, but I also don't want it to be nothing. So there's going to be some options here for you guys to decide, but know that there is risk. There's always risk. Okay. Great. So what, what was that you uh, just you did? Was that a yeah? What was that risk? What was that it? was the cosmology speaking uh, through him. Was that a dice? Yes, that was <laughs> that was the. Uh, 
Uh, sometimes in this show, once in a while, we'll do something where we want to determine something random. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it doesn't happen often. Uh, but when it does, we'll use these plastic polyhedrons uh, to determine sometimes, <laughs> you know, uh, stone maybe or metal if you're uh, uh, feeling yeah. like you want to ding up your table. <laughs> uh and that is uh, a choice we might make to as well to try and randomize things do we okay, get to roll them sometimes does that work for you yeah you should have probably been rolling <laughs> a lot over the last six years uh a lot, not a lot a lot but... feels extra yeah let's <laughs> let's not i'm uh, rolling a couple times right now so yeah. i a thought little, we were just at least sometimes just yeah. sometimes naming numbers uh, like oh <laughs> this is a number what number do you like <laughs> so, uh, why doesn't everyone tell me what, what numbers what number they I like for perception that would be great 20 no roll the dice 13. i was trying to play into the theme a little bit all right well uh, you made a choice Thanks and for i punishing guessed me, it Rob. and it was just oh stupid choice, but i still went along with it <laughs> that's true i thought this this metal dice couldn't couldn't possibly be bad two weeks in a row uh, but I did just roll a natural one on perception, so. <laughs> You're just looking straight at that point that you can feel. You're just yeah. not looking at Ellery, everything else. Ellery, is, stop trying know. to walk into uh, the lava. Belroth rolled a 17. <laughs> uh, Deeran accidentally <laughs> rolled a natural so 20. <laughs> like every time, every time there's a perception Ooh, roll, you just fucking this, crush uh, it. For no reason, like every time, without fail, you're like, yeah, he has like a negative fifteen. Oops, I crit. Like honestly, like that's not the character. Yeah, that's not the character I built. He shouldn't notice I, it's, this. Why? It, <laughs> this he should. Okay, this is perfect. So while everyone else is following the path, right? This tug, this uh, this supernatural emotional tug. You glance to the left. That's fair. Uh, and you notice that there is a uh, series of stones that you could cross. It might be treacherous and difficult, but if you got to the end of it, it looks like there's a tower in the distance, uh, maybe 60 feet away, uh, that is like uh, spouting up to 60 feet. It's very short. <laughs> 100 feet away, we'll say. That's a, a marginally better. Uh, and that it's like jutting up out of the lava. Great. Uh, yeah, Diren will um, call that out to the group. Hey, hey guys. Um, it seems a little spicy that way, but um, that's like kind of cool. Do, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm worried about getting too distracted because we what? weren't. Uh, as Diren walks away. Like, <laughs> Deer- oh boy. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, uh, Diren will. He's going to use his open spell slot uh, to cast Tensor's floating disc again. Okay. Um, and he's like, "All right, guys." Um. Oh. Uh, and he looks at Scarpin's <laughs> boots. What's up? <laughs> and he looks at his own feet and he's like, um, all right. Uh, if everybody wants to like, wait a minute, I can do something with this too. Uh, and he starts to cast fly on himself. Uh, so that the, uh, the they, tension are... is completely negated. 
as we go across <laughs> this treacherous pathway. Uh, are they uh, both concentration spells? No. Okay. I, I just checked because I was very, I was convinced that Tensor's floating disc would be, and it is not. It's so, it's just like so uh, non combat either. Like, we're not going to make you concentrate right. on your disc. Yeah, there's no way you would use this in any sort of risky situation. No, this is fine. I this is this is good. So positive problem solving. I'm fine with this. <laughs> you, you, you seem like I'm going to be upset. You burned two Darren, spell slots. I, I can't see this disc. I'm assuming. I'm assuming I can't see the disc. I'm assuming it's invisible, but I have no idea actually. No, I think it like. Okay. Oh, it is a disc of force. Uh, yeah. So Darren pulls out some sand. Uh, and he sprinkles it over the top of it. He does, Anthony, uh, before you yell at me for this, he does have a little bag of sand in his uh, in, in his adventurer's pack. So Great. Well, great. So you can't even tell me that I'm doing stupid shit. Cause, uh, I wasn't it, gonna. It's fine. It's on the page. So okay. I believe you. Do I need to mark it as zero now? Uh, no, you I've can use it. Um, preserved some sand. You're okay. fine. 0.5. How, how does this... Can I stand on this? That's my question. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a Well, how much do you weigh? I mean, I feel like... <laughs> James Burton. All right, oh, how, how much, much does Freya weigh? weigh? Ooh, that's a rude question. Um... <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, I'll oh. tell you how much I weigh. How much do you weigh, Ellery? 128 pounds. Um, oh, yeah, you can totally stand how on, much it. Does she a stands on it. Tiefling weigh. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Enough to this break the like ice. This <laughs> seems like a setup for a um, bad joke. <laughs> I'll say, like, Belroth is like six feet, right? <laughs> I feel like he's at least 200 pounds. He's got to be. Right? Uh, I think that's, that's fine. I'm six feet, okay. and I weigh one eighty. But like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm figuring. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so let's, let's keep this going. He has a lot of stuff on him. <laughs> roughly two hundred pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, go out to gear on me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lots of gear. Two hundred pounds. Am I right? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> and then Freya, I guess, is... Uh, okay, so how much can... Let me rephrase this, I yeah. guess. How much does the Tensor's floating disc carry? 500 pounds. Okay, everyone can ride on the disc except for Scarpin. Uh, I'll catch up with you guys. And he waits for uh, them but to... But Scarpin has his own methodology. Out. That's why He's I'm so not excited. He's just yeah. <laughs> smiling. Yeah, so Deeran floats above the group uh, across the fire... Uh, while the disc follows behind. Okay. All right, and once they get uh, 30 feet away-ish, uh, Scarman's going to hope these boots are worth the money he paid for them and take a running leap. And as he jumps, clicks the heels together and hopes that he flies for 30 feet. Uh, yeah, you leap out over the lava. And uh, you click your heels together and you suddenly feel a sense of weightlessness and thrust from behind as you are pushed forward uh, a great distance uh, with these boots. That's oh awesome. God, that's <laughs> <so happy. laughs> 
So does it only let you go 30 feet at a time? The flying uh, speed is equal to my walking speed. So yeah. I, I can't tell if it's like you can fly for 30 feet or you fly These 30 winged boots? feet per whatever. You can use your boots to fly for yeah. up to four hours all at once or in several short flights, each one uh, using a minimum of one minute for the duration. Yeah, so I can just fly. So, so you have you four hours. A, a charge gives you four hours of flying. Fuck what yeah! The- He's just floating. <laughs> He's just floating right next to this disc. High, f- high five, awesome. Darren! High five, Darren! Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> I wait. Did you not know those boots did that? I, I, I totally thought I was gonna have to jump rock to rock every thirty feet, but I'm so happy I don't because I'm real. I imagine I'd be real bad at that. Man, I wish. I feel like I could have parlayed that into me getting those boots then. Yeah. Uh, as he like floats around. <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing is cool too. Yeah, just so expensive. So tiring, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay. You guys clear the lava, making your way to the base of the tower. Uh, and when you arrive, the tower has no door on this small stone platform that it's on. Oh, oh, I know this one. Um, uh, Barnaby, Barnaby, let's down your hair. Who? <laughs> no, no nothing up. happens. She looks up to the top and waits. Uh, no, nothing happens. Hmm. No, no, it'll happen. You yell, you yell Maybe for the- Barnaby and he, and he throws down his hair. Oh. Is there a door up back? Because maybe it. we just don't see the door. Oh, well. Right? I, that's I what I was Barnaby assuming, has to get in but... somehow. Oh, I'll, I'll fly around and check. <laughs> <laughs> so he flies clockwise. Uh, you fly clockwise around the tower, and before uh, you see nothing along the base, and then you return back to where you were. I got, I got nothing. No door, nothing. You can, I, I don't know how they get in there. Scarpin, what if you fly up to the top of it and look down? Great idea. Like down into it, see if it's like a, a top loading tower. And he does top it. Loading. Uh, you fly <laughs> up to the top of the tower. Uh, there are no windows along the tower. And when you reach the top of it, which it's probably about um, 100 feet tall or so, uh, when you reach the top of it, uh, it has got a small roof and because uh, it's sort of come to a point, but it also has a large uh, spear of metal coming up out of the top of the roof. And there's something magical about that, something you can feel uh, about this metal, but it's it's hard to put your finger on. Uh, maybe I should try this. And he puts his finger on it. Yeah, uh, it's warm to the touch. It's sort of vibrating. Pulls it. Uh, it, do, it seems pretty solidly locked in place. He, he calls over the edge. Hey, Darren, come up and check this out. All right, sure, man. Uh, and Darren flies up to the top of the tower because he can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First, uh, <laughs> Scarpin high fives him first. <laughs> And okay. That- yeah, you see the same thing, Darren. I, 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 huh. 
couldn't put my finger on it at first, but then I did, and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't. <laughs> I felt like a pretty obvious clue uh, that you gave Anthony. Uh... Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> hey. Okay. I'm not. Uh, uh, the the world moves through me, not what Mikey perceives. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Darren. Looking at the tower, Anthony. Is there any like? Uh, is there any information I can glean from like a uh, an investigation or an Arcana check? Like, is it magic looking or is it mundane? Um, so here's what I'll give you for free and then you can decide what you want to do. Well, you, what you want to roll. Right. Uh, it is clear by the materials that this thing is constructed of, right? Which are, uh, it's like a white colored stone. Uh, and the roof on top of here is also made out of stone, but uh, a darker stone, uh, almost red in color. It does not match the uh, rough stone platforms that you have been traveling on, which are almost uh, like a deep black or brown. These seem out of place in their in its construction. That is also like smooth and round, like a, a cylinder uh, tower. Um, actually, kind of a cone because it got smaller at the top. Uh, but it is, it is smooth along the outside. <laughs> Mocking himself. He um actually himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, it is smooth along the outside. It looks as though it was put here intentionally, though. That's uh, Now you may decide if you want to try to investigate it further, if you want to try to do an arcana check. Uh, those are things that you can do uh, to try and determine some more information about it. Can I just do both? Yeah, all right. Whatever. Greedy. Pick one first, though. <laughs> all right. Uh, that was a 19, and I'd like to use investigation. So, oh, uh, 19 plus 7. I know how to play this game. I've done this before. It's a 26. <laughs> all right. All That's right. Really I've rolled the a die wrong. before. Uh, I was like, please don't add that correctly. <laughs> Uh, investigating the tower a little bit, you think about the dimensions, you think about, obviously there's no way into the tower from what you can tell. Um, it does not seem like it's a place, it seems like maybe three people could stand inside comfortably at the base. Um, it's not very big. Uh, and it doesn't seem to be the kind of tower, it's not like a, a lived in tower. All right. Um, hey, Scorpion, have you tried to like detect magic on this thing yet no no i haven't tried that i just uh, tried to pull it and i couldn't move it so uh, let, let, let me give it a shot he puts his hand out and then uh, cast detect magic yeah so you cast detect magic and you can feel in this place a primal magic uh everywhere an ambient primal uh magic of fire Right, it's not one of the schools of magic, but it is all around you in its raw state. Uh, this device seems to be harnessing that magic in some way. You can feel the magic coalescing uh, inside this spike. Uh, just more concentrated elemental magic here. It's not, nothing different. I wonder if there are, are a bunch of these around here, or kind of harnesses the power and maybe it sends it somewhere oh cool 
Yeah. Do you think, uh, like, maybe it, because uh, wasn't the king saying that, like, this magic connects to our world somehow? Do you think this is how? That could, definitely could be it. Yeah, the, it seemed like the elemental planes were, were closer, and so we must be pretty close, and maybe this sentence, that's how we get our fire magic. Yeah, crazy. Scarpin looks around and tries to see if he can see any other towers. Okay. You can't. Okay. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. That would have been a cool world-building opportunity for you, Anthony. Anthony, if, you did if, fine. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you could have done You could have done better. Oh, maybe. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know, Darren. Uh, you want to keep on going? Uh, yeah, it seems kind of stupid to have this tower over here to, like, attract us for nothing. If we stayed on the disc, did it finally just, like, float up? No, it doesn't. So it's just sitting down where oh, okay. it was at that level. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know if we're, like, <laughs> ele- getting elevated up while they're having this conversation. <laughs> it did move very close to the tower. You're just, like, butting up against it. Are you, uh, Ellery and uh, and Belroth, during this time, are you doing anything while they're up there looking at their uh, rod? No. No. <laughs> so I'm I'm sure we're taking a break. Yeah, I'm sure they'll come down. You know, uh, I wish there wasn't the just a, a pool of of lava down around us that we could move off this tiny little disc. It's a little cramped. That, there is a, yes. there is a small bit of stone around the tower you can stand on. It's on a it is on a stone platform, so you could get off. Oh, I, <laughs> I didn't see that before. I guess we could have. Oh yeah, I'm. I, it's fine. I'm comfortable in here. I am comfortable. Well, Did Darren let's... put too much sand on the towel? On the, <laughs> you couldn't see through the disc anymore. Now, yeah. <laughs> I guess where, it's I... 0.25 of a bag of sand left. <laughs> okay, All right, so we're gonna head, head back down. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's got to be connected somehow. Um, you're gonna like, cast magic at it. That seems crazy um and reckless yeah yeah both of those things well we could just fly away (laughs) (laughs) um well the old you would have done it that's oh my god that's honestly that's pretty true man uh dieran wants to do an arcana check uh like (laughs) With the knowledge that, like, this is kind of like coalescing this fire magic, um, like, yeah. he wants to see if he can use some knowledge. I can't wait. Uh, that is 18 plus seven, so that is a 25. Beautiful. So, uh, you look at this device, and uh, the rod seems to go uh, down into a hole in the uh, roof of this tower and extend down into the tower somewhere, right? So this is some sort of housing for whatever this rod is connected to. Uh, And looking at it, you can see that uh, the vibration that is occurring is this absorption of the elemental magic in the area. If you fire off a different kind of magic at it, or a different kind of concentration of magic at it, you're not 100% sure what will happen, but here's what you do know. Either this thing will absorb that magic fully, right? Uh, Instantly and completely. 
or there will be a violent backlash to whatever you do to this uh, pillar because it is attuned incorrectly for the magic that you would be using. Scobin has his arms crossed looking at Deeran. <laughs> yeah, Deeran looks down uh, at his friends on the disc. Oh, maybe I did use too much sand. Um, they- <laughs> Belroth waves. Yeah, Deeran waves back. Uh, they haven't moved off the disc, Garpin. Uh, How come? Like, they not- maybe they don't the know. Yeah, maybe they don't know like that there's like a place for them to stand or whatever. Oh, uh, I can't see through the disc. <sighs> yeah. So, hey... What if you give the three of us time to like get back to, because like that disc is going to follow me around. You know what I mean? And so like, if you give uh, me Freya, Belroth and Ellery time to get like further away before you cast anything at this thing. um, Because one of two things is going to happen, man. Uh, Either. It's going to suck up your magic uh, and like nothing's going to happen or like, so we've played with uh, incorrectly attuned items before, uh, like way smaller than this one in school. Yeah. Uh, And like, usually it ended up with like one of the teachers without eyebrows. Like it was crazy. Right. So like, um, that second one is what I'm like worried about with like our friends down there. Yeah, yeah that's fair. And if that's the only two things that you think uh, that could happen here, it seems kind of pointless. So I, I don't want to waste the magic. We might need it. Yeah. It would be a real shame to waste magic to go find this, find out what <laughs> happens with this. Yeah. Yeah. It would be. In a, yeah. That would suck. Scarpin clicks his heels and yeah, let's, let's head out of here. <laughs> yep. Uh Deeran's gonna take his time slowly uh going around the tower on the way back down. Uh he's just like glancing up at that uh spike every time, like every <laughs> revolution. <laughs> desperately looking for literally any reason to have spent so much magic to get out here. Um How did how did it go? Did you find anything? Uh, I I couldn't uh, there's a, a weird rod up there that is pretty sturdy. Oh. It's locked in and Darren seems to think it absorbs or reflects magic, depending on... Uh, oh, did you use a spell on it or anything? I didn't. Uh, you know, I figured we might need magic here. and Not even like a cantrip? Uh, no, no. Uh... Scarpin... Because I feel like you can use cantrips forever. You don't run out of cantrips. I don't know if that's true. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's true for me. Can you fly me up there? Yeah. Okay. Well, so, Scarpin, you can't. With the boots, they can only really lift you. If you try to carry another person, uh, you can basically just drag their feet against the ground. <laughs> okay, well, how how tall is the tower? 100 feet. Okay. Um. So, Ellery is going to... Um, Deeran's like spiraling his way down while they're having this yeah. so he doesn't even realize <laughs> yeah that's fine um, Ellery's gonna put her hands out um, towards the top of the tower and she's gonna sing see it's hard when the lights are low stars above now start to glow uh, which is a 120 foot spell mm-hmm. and a cantrip 
Uh, mm-hmm. So I wonder if some twinkle lights happen right above that little. What is the spell that you cast? Uh, dancing lights. Uh, Deeran hears music uh, on the on the wind, <laughs> uh, and his eyes get very big. <laughs> Scarpin looks up anticipatorily. <laughs> what is the school of magic of dancing lights? It is. Illusion? Ah, an evocation cantrip. Evocation. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you project these dancing lights up above and you watch as uh as little orbs spring into existence above the tower and then like um uh it's as though a part of them is like pulled away, they drawn into a long tail uh as it pulls toward this uh rod and then they're all just sucked in to the rod which begins to vibrate violently uh with this new infusion of magic and then you start to hear sounds coming from inside the tower sounds like uh metal scraping against metal uh like the sounds of breaking under stress like ping kang and then a uh huge metal rod smashes its way out of the tower uh inches from you uh as it's like speared through the stone uh breaking it away and then a whole bunch of others as well all of the tower just like smashing out pieces Uh-oh. uh as the tower just rips itself apart from the inside oh uh, with this spell uh and it looks like a very complex mechanical uh object that was inside this tower has now just completely ripped itself to pieces uh with the casting of this spell but we're safe <laughs> I need dexterity saving throws. Oh my goodness, from from everybody? (laughs) Yeah. Hey. Everybody, everybody? Everybody, everybody. You're in the air. Everybody, everybody. You're right there. 21. Nice. 14. Okay. Uh, Freya has a 16. Belroth has a... (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) Oh no. Um... I mean, it's technically it's a seven. <laughs> oh no! But it was actually a one. Oh. <laughs> uh, Deeran got a nineteen. Uh, so everybody, you know, the thing starts to smash. Or there's a cloud of dust, and as everyone looks around, uh, you've all been reasonably safe at avoiding things, except for Belroth, who looks like wash in serenity uh there's just a <laughs> there's just a pole sticking into you from the oh. tower that has shot out the building uh How you much- take uh 11 damage from this oh. uh impaling uh oh no Belroth. Uh, yeah, ow uh, well you know that was my idea i didn't suggest this i'm so sorry Belarus. i had no idea oh no oh, it's okay my it's a small pole uh. you know on a scale of one to 46 i'm at about a 35 so i feel like <laughs> i'm scorpion yeah and he like yanks it out a little bit oh, well, yeah supposed to leave it in. feel good oh <laughs> no definitely not oh my god and he starts bandaging it up it's not like an arrow, which has, like, serrated bits to pull out. Well, I don't know. I guess I'll find out if it has serrated bits. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if you... We'll see how you recover. <laughs> um, well, we have 
we have some glowing magical rod that's covered in my blood. Um, Could be useful. Uh, if anyone wants to investigate the uh, much more destroyed and uh, open space now, <laughs> you are welcome to. Yeah, once the uh, <laughs> rubble like stops flying out at Deeran, he's going to peep his head into the like closest hole uh, as he's like yeah. still spiraling down. Sure. Uh, okay, so you inside you see uh, difficult to discern now exactly what it was trying to do uh, in its current state, but the machine was definitely built to absorb power from that rod. At its base is a, a sphere, a crystalline sphere, a crimson red glowing brightly uh, that seemed to be part of the mechanism uh, that was being fueled by this collection. And it is uh, down there at the bottom of uh, the tower now uh, that you could, you could, any one of you could get it if you were so inclined because it's uh, accessible now. Hey, Darren, check out that sphere. sphere. Like the size of a basketball. Uh, Yeah, Darren will uh, float his way down there. Uh, Oh, Darren, Darren, I wouldn't touch it. Um, What if it's, what if it's like a bad kind of magic and, and explodes like the whole tower just did? Uh, Deeran puts his hand close to it. Does he feel heat coming off it? Uh, you feel magical resonance. You do not feel heat. All right. Uh, does it... F- mm. Deeran, just give me a second, okay? Uh, send my mage hand out in front so I can keep my real one safe in my arms. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> and yeah, mage hand goes out and uh, picks up the... Okay. Uh, mage hand... Uh, yeah, Mage Hand reaches out and grabs the orb and lifts it up, and uh, nothing seems to happen. Um, it seems okay. Uh, do you, do you want it now, Darren? I mean, I, like, we should definitely, I feel like it would be, I don't know, I feel like, what if we need it, you know? Like, fate made me see this tower for a reason, you know? Yeah. And, like, it made you cast this spell for a reason. Oh, no, no, Belaroth told me to cast the yeah, spell. Yeah, no, that was that was my idea. But fate did punish me immediately for giving that <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> and only me. Well, but, like, Scarpin had the same idea up top, and he's fine. So, like, I don't know. Uh, mm. I think... Well. We might need this when we like go forward. You know, who knows Let's what? Let's take it. Yeah. Uh, and so Diran will like try to open his bag to like put uh, to have Valerie use in. the mage hand to put it into uh, his like bag, yeah, so that he doesn't okay. have to touch it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it it bulges your bag by dropping it in there, uh, because it's you know big. A basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put a basketball in a backpack before. I know how this works, Anthony. I know what it looks like. Sure. Now. So not super comfortable uh, on your hip, but mm-hmm. uh, this uh, because it, unlike a basketball, it's stone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but it's in the, it's in the bag. In the bag. It's in the bag. We got this. Well, onward back to the path. 
I'm just glad it wasn't a total waste of time to come down here. You know what I mean, you guys? Yeah, no, we 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 got our own kind of treasure out of it. Yeah. And you said there wasn't going to be any. You're right. Mm. I was wrong. We're usually only given information, and we got something to be excited about and discover later. Oh, I'm this glad is, that happened. This is basically worse than information than Belroth, right? Because now it's a question. Ooh, <laughs> but it's a question that leads to information. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Or we could just sell it without asking any questions and make a bunch of money off it. Oh, that's a great idea. Then we could buy things we like. Well, for now, I guess let's get back on the path and keep following our way out, maybe. Okay. Uh, You follow your way down the path uh, for a little while longer. Uh, And you, uh, the road, the pathway you are on continues ahead of you. That tug is pulling you to the side where the path is much more treacherous. It looks like there used to be uh, some sort of uh, like bridge over the lava here that has been smashed out. Uh, The distance is, uh, it is enough distance and enough height that your uh, disc is not going to work, but it is uh, you two who can fly would still be fine. I assume fly lasts for uh, some decent Ten amount minutes. of time. So it's probably done. Oh my goodness. You probably can't fly anymore, but uh, Scarpin still have boot time. So much him. time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's probably uh, the pathway is bro- broken down, smashed out. It's probably like 80 feet uh, of space between one side of this bridge and the other 80 feet yeah that's far yeah it is far yeah now uh you don't know how the rest of the path continues so you could continue down the regular path um, and hope it loops back around somewhere or there's another way or you can try to figure out a way across this uh, 80 foot gap Flying is so expensive and tiring, you guys. I don't know that I really like it all that much. I thought for sure, like, so, you know, when they teach you magic and, like, everybody thinks, oh, that's a cool spell. Uh, That's how I felt about fly. Uh, But, like, I don't know that it's worth it, you know? I thought it was pretty cool. I wish I could have been up there. I also thought it was very cool. Well, yeah, but you guys didn't have to cast it. That is true. I'm I didn't have to cast any magic to fly. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, do we have like? Hmm. So you said there's like the bridge is out, and what is the bridge? I assume the bridge is made of like stone. Yeah. Or was made of stone. Yeah. I'm sure a rope. We couldn't like construct a rope bridge right now, like a because that would just. <laughs> um, um. So what you've noticed here is that uh, while it is uncomfortably hot. It seems that the items in your possession and you have been protected from immolation, uh, at least ambient immolation. So Mm. if you were to try and construct some kind of rope bridge, you don't believe that your rope would uh, burn away. Or um, is that disc still an option? Because like... The problem with the disc is that the disc hovers above... The, a space mm-hmm. and uh the bridge is too high like you can't just hover over the yeah gap. it doesn't it it can't cross chasms uh 
is like one of the oh i was imagining like lake of lava so i was imagining like a little bit of like not like a big deep hole oh um, well it is a lake of lava um i don't know how it does it... over liquid i don't know either well, that's a great question because i was just gonna say if we can get if we can get Scarpin to fly over there with like a rope and then we can just kind of like have him hold it and we can all just kind of shimmy over. Um, and then when we're done, uh, we'll just have Diren go last because it automatically goes back to Diren, right? So we can so, just kind of uh, like pull it. Tensor's oh, no. floating disc can travel through water. It cannot travel across water. It needs ground slash terrain. Uh, Lava's terrain? No. It, technically, <laughs> you can't drown in lava. Through it's tr- lava. That's such a mi- <laughs> it's just wet ground. Hot, wet It's ground. not even wet. It's dry. Lava's dry. What There's if? There's no part of lava that's wet. I don't know if that's true. Is that true? It is. That's why. Because you can slap lava because like I you can literally I slap. I can't slap lava. You can. You can. It's called the Leidenfrost effect. Look it up. You literally can slap it. Because it is superheated, that your that like the moisture on your hand will immediately evaporate and protect your hand. There are videos of people just slapping it. It's wild. <laughs> that feels <laughs> fucking stupid. Who was the first person to slap lava? Someone's looking I don't down know, at their like. His name wow. was Leading Frost, and he was like, "Watch this, guys!" <laughs> and he was like, "Why did that work? I'm gonna do some science." He's like, "That's what happened." I don't know, guys. I think I'm gonna slap it. <laughs> dude, don't do it, dude. Don't do it, dude. Don't do it. No, no, I think I gotta. I I've think done the I calculations. Gotta slap it. Are you kidding I've me? Look it. at that lava. Look how slappable yeah. that looks. No, I see it. I gotta slap it. <laughs> um, that's insane. It's crazy. That's the weirdest fact. Is a lunatic. <laughs> Yeah, I'm but looking at this tar pit. Right. I think I need to slap it. No, leading for us. It worked the first time. <laughs> don't don't let it happen again. I see this puddle of acid, and all I can think is, gotta slap gotta it. Slap it. <laughs> he let, That's when he died. He let yeah. a short but right the second time. Way. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, the tensor's disc is out. Okay. Good to know. I was I was just thinking. I was just thinking maybe we just sit down and, and take a nap for a little while because I'm just tired of, of having to think of things and I just want to go home and and I feel like, you know, I blew up a tower <laughs> and all we got was like a red ball that we don't know what to do with and I just, while we sit here thinking about flying and, and, and everything, like, what if we just go home? Ellery, what's going on? I just am, I'm just tired. Like, and I don't know how to f- I don't know how to walk on lava or fly over it and I can't do it and I don't have anything that can help. The only thing I can do is help, but I can't even do that now. Well, could you like make something with your like you know, the way that like your magic like makes stuff all the time? Yeah, but I can only make it like like medium sized. So even if I made like a stone bridge or something, like It'd be a, like a five foot cube, it would bridge. only be yeah, it would, yeah, it would only be that small. What about like a, a, a lava boat? 
Yeah, what doesn't yeah. melt in lava? I think that's too expensive. Titanium. I don't. It's like <laughs> my like magic titanium. has a budget, <laughs> and I can't go over a certain budget for my magic. Otherwise, it won't work. Oh, could probably go. You know how you can't just go cheaper. into a store and and say I want that thousand gold piece thing. Like like, you know, you're always talking about a flying broom, but yeah, you can't. You can't just, you know, make the gold appear to buy the flying broom if it's even there. Oh, yeah, Ellery. I, I guess I never even thought about, like, why wouldn't you just make gold happen? Because it disappears and that's dishonest. Wait. Well, yeah. Like, like if I, I went to a star and I, and I made a satchel full of gold appear and I paid for something, then in roughly six hours, that gold would disappear. Wait, so it's all like, those teeth we gave that guy are gone? Yeah. Oh, that's that kind of feels bad. It it does feel bad. It's like, have you ever seen the travel and play The Luck of the Irish? No. I, <laughs> no. It's a classic. Who it's are a, the Irish? They're, yeah, they're a mythical group of people that <laughs> and they have they they call it leprechaun gold. And it's, it's oh, oh or the travel and play, uh, uh, dairy hotter. There's a whole thing with that too that that they give gold and it disappears. These leprechauns are this are this ancient mythical race that you know they would make gold and it would disappear after a certain number of hours. And I I can't be a leprechaun. No, that's true. You wouldn't want to be known as that. No, no, they're evil. You got the movies where they show up and they, they, they're monsters. What? Oh, so, yeah, the trap play where they show up and they're scary. I like to think that maybe there was a, a leprechaun colony uh, outside Ellery's. Uh, uh, a leprechaun colony. Leprechaun. Leprechaun. It's a bunch of lepers who like just are constantly trying to run grifts on people. Yeah, they're they're running the disappearing gold yeah. grift. That's yeah, why you don't want to be anything like them. Wow. They're trying to improve their leprechaunomy, and it's just not. <laughs> and they get cross and mad. They get leprechaunity. <laughs> I think that's I think that's that joke is done. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, okay, so Ellery's suggestion is to sleep. I I mean I guess we could make camp. We have been literally walking nonstop for three days. Like I think we forget that we have been truly. Walking I'm not forgetting for it. Days. I just said I'm tired. <laughs> well, no, I mean I was trying to be on your side, Ellery. I I think making camp would be good. Um, we just have to be, I don't know. We'll just have to be careful. I don't know how it's going to work on the, I guess, plane of fire. Uh, there's nothing to eat here. <laughs> I don't like that. All right. If you guys think it's a good idea, let's do it. And then we can tackle this with like a fresh mind, you know? That's what I'm thinking, because I just can't think of any way to cross over this lava. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take watch. I don't think I can sleep here. Do you, do you, you intend to not sleep? <laughs> yeah, he's so hungry. 
Um, I will, I guess I will say at this point, um, Ellery will take a use of. I was going to say, I was going to, I was going to save it for mid trance when the hunger hits. Uh, but yeah, the hunger is coming. Yeah. You don't want to go to bed on an empty tummy, Anthony. That's true. You're right. You gotta have a little snack. Put a little peanut butter and honey on a rice cake. That's like perfect bedtime snack. Uh, Okay. Saying that's so, what this like vial, this flask of blood is doing for her. Peanut blooder. Sure. Yeah. Peanut blooder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scarpin, are you? You're so you're just not. You're gonna forego a long rest. Okay. Uh, the other two of you, you are long resting. Yes? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then Ellery will trance. Yep. Okay. Uh, Scarpin, during the uh, the time that everyone is resting, you observe a number of creatures come near, but not uh, quite near enough, right? Like everyone's sort of covered up, I think, to uh, it's hot, but uh, also for protection. Uh, you were all sort of uh, covering yourselves uh, a little bit. And the creatures that you see, uh, you notice um, a massive... Uh, spherical creature with tendrils uh, flaying off of him uh, uh, like are burning uh, like he's just covered in flame Uh, that creature moseyed by the path uh, hovering over the lava uh, just missed you guys it didn't really seem to be uh, paying much attention as it moved on it was uh, quite scary to behold uh, and then you also saw what looked like um, some sort of large a under lava serpent uh, that crested uh, nearby and continued on as you watched its back pass uh, over the lava, like as it like, you know, is making its way through the liquid. uh, It had to be at least 500 feet long. It was massive. And uh, yeah, you watched it go for like 15 minutes uh, and it was moving. Uh, So yeah, it was, uh, it was thankfully uneventful because the creatures here seemed terrifying. Oh, Leander, protect us. Oh. He's, yeah, he's not happy. He's hiding when he sees these creatures. He's like borderline waking them up every five minutes because he sees something terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't. <laughs> should, should I wake him up? Should I wake him up? <laughs> yeah. I should wake him up. We're in mortal danger. We're all constantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, you are all uh, well rested except Scarpin. Who is so well rested? No, no. Not sleeping oh, didn't help his hunger. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Weird how that works. Hey. But like nothing helps his hunger, so I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm I mean, not super worried about it. <laughs> he, he could go for a couple of horses. Like that might help his hunger. It might. It won't. Um, I feel so much better. Scarpin, I could conjure a horse for you if you want. What? Then you could eat it. Wait, can you? Yeah. Oh. Can you? Yeah, that's, uh, that no, sounds like no. a great idea. It'd be like a wooden horse? No, no, like a real horse, right? Not a wooden. I don't want to eat a wooden horse. Right, Ellery? Um, like, Actually, I'd take a wooden horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no... Uh, let me see if it does say inanimate. One non-magical item of your choice. 
I use horses like items. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I don't think it, I don't I don't think it lets you create a living creature. <laughs> Anthony, I Indiana. can't even remember the name of my horse. Uh, <laughs> you should, I wrote mine I down. Know, its name is Plunkett, and I don't know where I left it. Oh, actually, what? <laughs> oh, is... now I remember. It's Black Thunder. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> where did we leave our horses? I At think the we stable. Lost okay, who's in his belly? Um, <laughs> Anthony, how how big did you say this lake of lava is? Uh, plain wide. But you're trying to cross an 80 foot gap. Yeah, that was yeah. Sorry, the gap. <laughs> 80 feet. What is a big? What is a? What's a large object? <laughs> I can do large objects now. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, so. Oh, 10 feet. I mean, a we 10 could... foot cube. But if you took all the, if you took a 10 foot cube. And you unfolded all of the sides of it to put them in one line. That would be eighty feet. That would be <laughs> sixty feet. There that are more 60. than six sides to a cube. No, <laughs> confirmed not. Wait, uh, one, two, no, there's... three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, <laughs> eleven, twelve. There are twelve sides. There are twelve uh, edges on a cube. No. Edges. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I, I was like, That's am I meant. wrong? Yeah. I was like, sides. No, there are six sides. Jeez. Yeah, no, it's not me. Like, me. Like, yeah. I meant like, you can, <laughs> honestly, I was like, oh labels. man, I can't believe how <laughs> stupid I am. I meant like, if you were drawing a cube, you'd use, you'd have to use 12 lines to draw the cube. That was what I was thinking, unraveling those. Oh, my, I was, that was my error in wording, though. Yes. Oh. <laughs> But are we then gonna tightrope across an eighty-foot chasm? Yeah, I was thinking more like balance beam across, like not like tightrope, but like like a, a solid like you know, uh, like six inches maybe is what I could get away with. Could she get away with that? <laughs> yeah, Anthony, you. Um. So a ten by ten foot cube. That's what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. I think you could create within your 10 by 10 foot cube, like, it's sort of given you, I guess, a thing. But here, here's what I would recommend, I guess. <laughs> Stacked within your 10 by 10 foot cube, you can create like segments of a ladder that you could assemble. Smart. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we're all, <laughs> we're all saying the same thing. Ladder, well. ladder assembly kit. Yes, we are. You know what? Yes, we are. I've got a pricking on the tips of my fingers. I've got an image in the back of my brain. Where there was nothing, let there be something. Show me a new fireproof ladder building kit. <laughs> uh, let's you know, take a break. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Mundane. <laughs> Hey everyone, DM Anthony here, just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, let people know, word of mouth, and you can support the show at patreon.com slash adventureinc, or you can check out the shop at adventureinkpod.com slash shop. 
Make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media, including our Discord, where you can come and hang out with some great people. We'll see you there. And until next week, I wish you nothing but critical success. <laughs> Serious Business.